It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from Eastern Iowa, where apartment ownership and investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Apartment Specialist Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Apartment Specialist Podcast. Hey, I am excited about this week's podcast. You are going to love it. Yeah, this is Darren Garman here. And uh, before we jump into the podcast, though, and it's going to be killer. It's going to be a killer podcast. Let's talk about the upcoming Property Discovery Day, the Investor's Property Discovery Day. It's coming up soon. It's coming up July 18th. Okay, July 18th. Uh, This is specifically for investors that want to find out what all of the fuss is about. Why are so many people interested in owning apartments, especially in the heartland of America, apartment communities? Why are they interested in being involved with you? What's going on in the background? What do the properties look like? I want to take a tour of them. I want to check them out. And not only do we check out the properties that we own, oversee, and manage, and are part of our investment portfolio, so you get really nose-to-nose, toes-to-toes, uh, understanding of what's going on. Uh, we also take a look at properties. We're going through the acquisition process too. We are purchasing. Uh, so not only do you get to see properties that we own, many of them we've owned for years, but also what new projects are on the horizon that we are investing in. Uh, you get a good understanding of our processes, our investment processes, our criteria, what you can expect as one of our investment partners, and you walk away with a great understanding of exactly why it is that investors are involved with us from all over the U.S. Now, we have limited space. We always do, but we do have a few spaces left for July 18th. So if this is something you're interested in, uh, just email my office, and one of my staff members will be back in touch with you with logistic information that you can use for getting here, being involved with us, and spending the day here in the heartland and walking away with a great understanding of what it is that exactly goes on and why, again, many investors are involved with us and what all the fuss is about. Uh, There is nothing sold while you're here. Uh, There's nothing like that that goes on. It's a no obligation look behind the scenes at what we do. However, we do want to make sure you are a serious investor Uh, This is a serious investment for you, and this is not where we, you know, take time to take people on a tour of Iowa. So uh, if you are a serious investor and you want to start making some serious changes or some serious improvements in what you're doing, or if this is something you've been thinking about for a long time and you're really finally deciding to finally get off the fence and take a closer look at this, You should be here for our discovery day. Again, it's July 18th. For information on getting here and logistical information, you can send me an email and my staff will be back in touch with you. All right, let's jump into the podcast. All right, folks, uh, I have a lot to cover, but I'm not going to take a lot of time to cover it. And what I'm going to cover is going to be, I think, a real game changer for you. And I get this question a lot in different um, variations. And what we're really going to talk about is how you can be a high-performance apartment property, apartment community owner and investor. Really, the top four 
habits of the best. I'm talking the top, top apartment community owners and investors. And really the cool thing about this, the good news is this, everybody can use this. So this isn't anything that's just like reserved for the, you know, the very rich people or the very educated people or the very mo I mean, this, what I'm going to be sharing with you are really no secrets. There's no secrets here. What I'm going to be telling you. Okay. So you're not going to walk away from this podcast with like three things that you've never heard of. You've heard of everything I'm going to tell you, except when it comes to getting fantastic wealth building, income building benefits from apartment communities, these are the four key ones. And I'm going to intertwine them with apartment community investing and ownership. And this is whether you're active or passive. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're going to get a hell of a lot out of this podcast. So let's jump into number one, high performance habits, high performance apartment property community owners and investors, high performance. What about, what are, what's number one? The first habit is they need to understand and you need, they understand and you need to understand this. And I'm going to start out with, with bad news, especially for those of you that are very, um, concerned about life balance. Uh, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but habit number one is there's no life balance. Okay. So if you want to be, uh, and I'm going to address this as uh, on two separate, uh, two separate ways. One is an active owner overseeing, running, managing, finding, buying, selling your own apartment communities. And as a passive owner. But let's start with the let's start with the premise, and then we'll jump into active and passive. So the premise is, or the habit is, um, there is no balance. So stop looking for it; it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, a lot of us want the work-life balance, so we want everything to be balanced and hobbies and time with family and time with work and time relaxing and vacations and etc. So we want it all to be balanced. I'm, I'm here to tell you there's no such thing when it comes to being a high-performance apartment property owner and investor and, um, and work-life balance. There's no such thing. Um, and for you passive investors, you're probably thinking, well, I don't get it. How's, how do you figure I'll, I'll get to you in just a second. So let's talk to the active owners first. Active owners, if you want average to below average results in the apartments that you buy, oversee, manage, sell, if you want to be in this just for average results, then you can definitely qualify for the work-life balance thing. Okay. But if you want exceptional properties to own, you want exceptional results from your properties. You want exceptional financial rewards from this. You need to get out of your head that there is such a thing because there's no such thing. Um, you need to be working every day on your apartment properties. Every day. Whether it's overseeing, managing, looking to buy more, looking to increase the income, etc., etc., etc. Every day day, there's no balance. It is not a nine to five uh, 
Monday through Friday thing. It is definitely not a few hours a week thing, despite what infomercials tell you, despite what gurus tell you. That is not it. It's an every damn day thing, working your ass off, making the properties produce as much investment, profit, and wealth, and growing your empire by adding to it every day. Now, that's if you want to be a high-performance apartment property owner of communities and investor. Active. There's no other way. Again, if you want to be average, then you just have the average schedule and do all the average things. But if you want to be high-performance, there's no such thing. And the sooner you understand this and accept this, the sooner you'll get the results that you're looking for. Because I know many of you are uh, owners, many of you are trying to work on growing your empires, and I know many of you are frustrated with your progress. And for many of you, this is the reason why. This is the reason why. So if you ask my, if you ask Gina, she's, and you say, hey, what does Darren do? She's going to tell you he works all the time. When you talk to my kids, they're going to say, what does your dad do? What are they going to tell you? That's right. He works all the time. Um, Now, I'm not working 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's not like I'm roommates with my wife. And when my kids come to visit, it's not like we don't know each other. But I'm working all the time. And by the way, I don't mind it. I actually like it. So you got to work all the time if you want to be a successful, active owner and investor. And the sooner you throw out this work-life balance thing, um, the sooner you're going to get to those targets you're looking for. And yeah, it's going to ruffle some feathers if you're married or whatever. you got other stuff going on. You're going to have to make some choices. And that's not to say you have to work every choice, but... There's a lot of stuff you're going to miss out on. There's a ton of stuff I miss out on. But it's about price paying, which I'll talk about later. All right, so those are so that's for you active owners to understand and internalize. What about you passive owners? I mean, just by definition of being a passive apartment property owner, you already have that balance built in, right? I mean, you're not working on You're not overseeing it. You're not, just by the definition of being passive, I mean, this isn't a you know ten hour, ten to twelve hour a day deal for you. So yeah, so, so you passive owners, when it comes to being a passive owner, again by definition, you have more of a work life balance and a balance in what you've got going on. I, I mean that's obvious. But here's like the big big point I need to make with you. That is whoever you align yourself with. When you're reviewing an apartment community to invest in, you're reviewing a fund to um, invest in that's going to maybe purchase apartments or maybe already own some apartment communities. Uh, whether you're going to be involved in a, new, a newly formed partnership, whomever is running the show, whoever is the top dog, whoever you're going to be investing with, you damn well better make sure they don't have work-life balance. You damn well better make sure that they spend the vast majority of their time working on apartment communities, working as a high-performance apartment community owner and investor. 
you need to align yourself with that person. If you're not going to be that person as a passive owner, which is fine, you need to align yourself with that person. Any deviation from that, and you are taking on a ton of risk. A ton. Um, so I was reading a story the other day about a chiropractor uh, who has full-time practice, like two or three full-time practices, um, and then raised some money to buy some apartments that is supposedly going to be a great investment for him and his partners. This is not going to work. Why? Because he's going to be spending the majority of his time working in his chiropractic practice. Okay? There's no work-life balance in terms of this apartment investment. Um, so if you're passive, you need somebody that is in it, nose-to-nose, toes-to-toes, every day, 10, 12, 14, 16 hours a day. Okay? That's who you align yourself with. You don't align yourself with someone that is not. I mean, if you think about it, it's logical, isn't it? But not everybody thinks about that. So even if you are a passive investor, yeah, you do get out of the ownership, management, um, <clears throat> you know, being uh, up to your eyeballs in this stuff. But your responsibility is huge when it comes to who you choose to align yourself with and invest with. Okay, so that's strategy number one. Uh, strategy number two, it's time, effort, and energy that you will need to expend, the price you will need to pay, the dues you will need to pay in order to be a super high performance apartment property owner and investor. Our society is just terrible with this. We think we can read a book on a Monday and be a successful apartment property investor by Friday earning 35% annual returns and having fifteen dollars to $20,000 of income coming in per month. Of course, then we get to show a loss at the end of the year, so we're not taxed on any of it. I mean, that's what a lot of people think, and that's what they expect. And we know deep down this isn't the case, right? There is price paying in this, whether you're active or passive. There are dues that need to be paid. So what do I mean by that? Um, what I mean is, so I have, we'll use me as an example. I have dozens and dozens of properties across my desk every day. Uh, I looked at six properties over the last six weeks. And this is driving, you know, spending a couple hours, four hours here, three hours there in a car, checking them out, back and forth. Do, so I did all this. We didn't end up buying one of them. Either we were outbid, either the property just wasn't what I thought it was, etc., etc. So I spent, I don't know how many hours, walking around, reviewing, analyzing, looking at, I mean, I, I can't begin to tell you how many hours. And I don't have anything to show for it. But that's what's required in order to be successful at this, because all of that 
all of the experience you have by reviewing, analyzing, contemplating, thinking, taking shots at, investing in, all of that builds up your experience. And so when one comes up, you'll know it's the one because of the experience and the time and the price that you've paid and the dues that you've paid. But a lot of investors don't think that way. They think, you know, A plus B equals C. So I go on the internet three times a week for an hour, an hour a time and try to find a property and holy cow, Darren, I've been looking for six months. I haven't found anything. Come on. Come on. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. Okay. Uh, you know, I remember when um, I coached youth football for years. My son played, and this was right before he, you know, played high school and still plays in college. Um, so I coached youth football. And, you know, invariably, every year we'd have a young man where it was his first year of football, <clears throat> especially in, um, in full pads, you know, helmet, shoulder pads, thigh pads, all that. And not surprisingly, kids, younger kids, are pretty timid. You know, a lot of them don't like to get hit. A lot of them don't like to be tackled. And so there's a, there's a ramp-up period until they become comfortable with this for a lot of kids. And so when you introduce a new young man into um, an environment where some of these other young boys have been playing for three, four, five years in full pads, they're definitely at a disadvantage. And they're not really going to see a lot of playing time. It's really going to be a year of learning, okay? And so, invariably, what would happen is, after the first two, three games, I'd have an angry parent who would complain about their kid not starting and not getting a lot of playing time and not being the star on the field. And I, I would go round and round with these people because they actually thought, just because they showed up, and practice for a few practices, that their kid should be the starting, their kid should be Tom Brady out there zinging touchdown passes. Okay? I remember one, one lady where um, her son was also, I knew, played, I think it was the, uh, like the trombone in the, in the marching band. I knew this. And, you know, she was talking about <clears throat> how disappointed she was and upset that her son wasn't seeing much playing time. And this was his first year he ever played football. And, uh, and he was really, really just learning the ropes here and finding his way. And so I told her, I said, hey, let me ask you a question. If my son, who's never played a musical instrument in his life, if he showed up for your band practice tomorrow, and took the um, uh, trombone or whatever out of your, your son's hand and, and said he was going to be now the trombone player and told your son to leave and he was not going to play, do you think, would you A, like that? And A and B, do you think that would be realistic? And of course, no, she wouldn't like it. And you no, know, it wouldn't be realistic. Well, I said, well, it's the same thing here. Your son isn't going to go out for football his first year, be involved in eight practices, and be the star player. <clears throat> Just like my son's not going to be in the high in, in the band, and not having the experience and the time and paid the price, and paid his dues and learning the trombone, he's not going to play it. 
He's not going to, right? And, and unfortunately, a lot of us don't think this way. We think that, well, you know, we watched three online videos, read three books. We should own $7 million in real estate by now. And I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not much. So understand, whether you're active or passive, you have a lot of price pain to do. You have to pay your dues by continuing to review, spend time looking at, analyzing properties. Many of them will not be the ones you invest in. You'll spend a lot of time on some where at the end of the day, you don't end up investing it. That's just going to be the case. That's just going to be the case. And so you need to know up front that this is what's going to be required. And the high performance apartment community owners and investors get this. They expect it. They look forward to it because they know eventually they'll have one that's going to be the one. And by the way, when you find the one and after all of that time, effort, and energy and work, you'll know. I mean, it'll be like, boom, you'll know. You'll know. Um, which leads me into our third habit of high performance, apartment property and community investors and owners. And that's fast action. And I mean fast, quick action. Okay, so let me let me illustrate this with a with a true story. So we recently purchased a large apartment community, um, and it's it's going to be just freaking fantastic. Uh, myself and a handful of partners did. So uh, here's what happened. Uh, I got. Uh, I got an email from the manager on a Wednesday afternoon. The manager's property basically told me, hey, the owners have finally decided they're going to sell. And this was after um, me spending years and years and years and years talking to them and, and really setting myself up to be the go-to person once they decided to sell. So I get the call. Late in the afternoon, like 4 or 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, this is the manager and we're finally going to sell. I'm going to send you over the financials of the property. And so I asked what the asking price was. He told me what the asking price was probably going to be. So I said, fine, send it over to me. So I got the financials a little bit after 5 o'clock. I spent the entire evening reviewing them. Uh, early morning, I mean, I'm usually a 4, 4.30 a.m. riser guy anyway. Um, so I got up early, did more analysis, and I had a offer in their inbox before 6 o'clock the next morning. Okay, So less than 12 hours after I started reviewing this information, I had an offer in their inbox ready to go. Not surprisingly, 60 days later, guess who owns the property? And guess who's going to be having all of the financial benefits of owning it? Myself and my partners. Why? Because I took fast action. I didn't sit around for four days doing what ifs. I didn't sit around for four days creating 25 different versions of spreadsheets. I didn't sit around and have eight different meetings with eight different people to give me advice. I took freaking action right away. Okay. And when you find the property, whether you're active or passive, that finally checks all the boxes, that meets the criteria, 
you damn well take fast action. You don't sit around for days, scratch your head, think about it, wonder about it. You jump into it now. So just to let you know, do you think within 12 hours I had my financing lined up? Do you think within 12 hours I had my capital from investors lined up? Do you think I inspected any of the apartments within those 12 hours? Do you think I inspected the grounds, the common areas, had the survey done? Had the Do you think I did any of that within that 12-hour period? Of course not. And this should leave clues for you. It's really shoot first, ask questions later. So once I knew, like I said, you'll know, once I knew I had that thing under contract and then we go ahead and we do all of our due diligence, all of our work on it. Then we do. Okay, then we do. But this is a huge habit, fast action. Once you know, you can't afford to sit around, scratch your butt, and think about it for four days. Or create 40 different spreadsheet scenarios, guys. You can't. You have to take immediate action. Again, if you want average to below average, then take a couple weeks to think about it. Um, talk to eight different people. Talk to your attorney seven times. Talk to your accountant four times, um, et cetera, et cetera. You get my point. Okay. Fast action is key here. Fast action is key. So let's go ahead and let's jump into number four. Number four. And this is going to be so obvious. And it's obvious. I mean, all of you know this. But we really need to expand on it a little bit because it's a huge trait of very successful apartment community owners and investors that are high, high performance. And it's this. They understand that this is an illiquid investment. Okay? By illiquid, for those of you who don't know what that means, that means you can't get your money back out after you invest quickly. Okay? You have to sell something first. Okay? So you can't make a phone call and say, yeah, I'd like to have money wired to my account tomorrow. No. You own real estate here. You don't have money sitting in an account at a money market fund or a bank. And it's key to know it's an illiquid investment. And to know once your money is there, it's there long term. And long term definition for me is 5 to 15 years. I know that's a big spread, but long term for me is 5 to 15 years. If you can't stomach the thought that your money is in this, and that's where it's going to stay and grow and give you the kind of benefits you're looking for for at least that long. You shouldn't be getting involved in it. You shouldn't. Because you're going to be an emotional mess. You're going to be an emotional mess. Um, especially for you um, uh, passive investors who don't have daily control, you know, you're not making the day-to-day -day decisions. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. So th there's this high-performance guy who I worked with in 2005. 
I helped him buy a 150 plus unit apartment project. Okay. Um, so he buys it. Great property, great location. I mean, you know, kick myself in the butt. I should have been involved in owning this thing, but it, it is what it is. Uh, so he buys this thing, 2005. He doesn't take a dime out of it for seven years. Seven years. Every dollar that came out of that thing, he put back into it in improvements, in making it run more efficiently, making it more attractive. I mean, I could go on and on with the list. Didn't put a dime in his pocket. So you fast forward to today, he's putting tens of thousands of dollars plus, plus, plus in his pocket every single month with a fully occupied property that's worth probably double what he paid for it. Okay? Why? Because he understood this is a long-term deal. He understood what he needed to do to maximize the property's value and income, but knowing this is for the long term. He wasn't maximizing its value for the next quarter, the next month. Okay, He was maximizing it for the next two years, three years, six years down the road. And that is key to being successful at this. Okay, Short-term thinking. Though I totally understand, is not what high-performance apartment investors and owners do. They think long-term. And the more you get on that page, the more successful you will be. And the sooner you get on that page, the sooner, the, the, the sooner you'll have that kind of success. Okay? So my, my red flags start going up when I'm talking to investors when they want to know, how much money will I make every quarter and will it be at least X amount of money in distributions? Already, already it's kind of a red flag. Why? Because that tells me they're probably not really in it for the long term. They're more in it for the short term. And look, we do distributions and our properties do distros and all that and quarterly and we, 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 we do that. But if the main motivation is what's my income going to be, and it needs to be at least X amount of dollars, and that's kind of why I'm doing this, then this is something you really don't want to do. Why? Because you're thinking short term. You're thinking quarter to quarter to quarter. And by the way, it's dangerous to go the other way. So it's dangerous to get a quarterly distribution and say, hey, Based on this distribution, it looks like we're only going to have a 5% income return this year. What the hell is going on? Well, you don't know. Maybe there was uh, money spent on improvements, or maybe this money was allocated somewhere else, or maybe something was purchased, whatever. So you can't expect to have 5% every year. But if you get a distribution and you do the math, like, holy crap, I'm going to have an 18% return this year. You can't do that either. Okay? But my, my point here is, it's not about what the quarter is from quarter to quarter. Though that's important. It's about what's the long-term foundation for this asset. And once you get that understanding and internalize that, uh, you're going you're to have game-changing properties that you're going to own. Okay. 
And so those are my top four uh, high-performance investing habits of super successful apartment property owners, investors, community owners, investors that I spend hours and hours and hours with. Um, they've been around and done business with and uh, have the experience with. And so the sooner you get the foundation laid for these four things, the sooner the success will find you in terms of being an outstanding high-performance apartment community owner and investor, whether active or passive. The more you delay on these things, the more you procrastinate with what I've gone over, the more the average, the more average your results will be and the longer they will take. That's really the bottom line. But it's up to you to make those decisions, right? So um, I appreciate you spending the time with me today, wherever, however, and uh, whenever you have decided to listen to me. Thank you for joining me. I would love to hear your comments uh, on this podcast. So connect with me, get in touch with me, let me know what you think. Um, and if you have some real interesting things to say, I will share those with our investment group. All right. Have a great day. Have a great rest of your week or weekend whenever you're listening. Thanks for joining we'll the Apartment Bye -bye. Specialist Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.heartlandinvestmentrealestate.com.